Howdy doody, everybody. I'm Cam, sat next to Eamon. There he is. We're actually next to each other. We were, and just a moment ago, we were joined by Atlas Eyes, who's sitting right in front of me as I'm looking. 12 o'clock, I had a great view. He's, he's a podcaster, he's a musician, he dabbles in a little bit of this, a little bit of that uh, social media marketer. Um, Formerly of Coast FM. Formerly of Coast FM as well, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, we covered a lot of ground with him, which is great. Um, if and some exclusives. Yeah, we do, actually. We've got a really good scoop in there um, about uh, about the, the, the future releases is all I'm going to give you. Yeah. So, um, so keep your ears peeled for that. Uh, but, yeah, do enjoy our chat with Central Coast artist Atlas Eyes. We could do all the uh, him and her if you want, or not. Old project, old news. If you want. That was the first time we got in contact about him and her. Yeah? I like, can't remember now, it's so long ago. Because I, yeah. I didn't even know you were co host with Brandon at the time, but I, right. ca- I came across him and her. Yep. And it was Fascinate Me, the song. Yep. And you put a clip on your social media about mm-hmm. what the song was about, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, we should use that. So uh, I think I messaged you to be like, are you okay if I use it? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, man, that's fine. And then I think like a week later, I found out you yeah. actually worked at the station. That's so funny. Because we were Friday nights at the time, but yeah. you finished it. You were six till eight yeah. and we went on till 11. Mm. So, that was a big three-hour show in the middle. So, we actually yeah. never crossed we paths never, yeah, yeah, yeah. until the, we did the podcast early in the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was yeah. like the first time we probably met. Hey, yeah, yeah. And then we oh. knew of each other before. Yeah. Mm. And then like a month or so, I found out you live like the street behind me. Dude, uh, how crazy. <laughs> and you're on Saratoga too, right? Yeah, yeah. What the heck? As is Pete. Yeah, Pete, yeah. station yeah, manager. I'm $3 down from Pete. Oh, my gosh. What the yeah. heck? I, like, walk my dog around there, like, all the time. <laughs> Isn't it strange? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't see her, but... Yeah. yeah. There you go. No, small radio world, isn't it? Small radio world, indeed. Six degrees yeah. of sarapation. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that way, anyway. Yeah. Firstly, welcome back, I guess, to the Coast FM studios. It's, it's lovely to be back. And, yeah, for those that don't know, I was a... I was a former co-host on a show here for a long time too. Friday nights, Brandon Atkins. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people might, have, I don't know if a lot of people, some people may recognise the voice. <laughs> hey, yeah, know. this show has reached, man. Millions, <laughs> millions of people would recognise that voice. Yeah, <laughs> so good. No, thanks for having me, guys. And you've been, um, you, you departed Coast FM mm. earlier this year, right, obviously to focus on a couple other things mm. because... Regular hardcore fans of Homebrew would know we appeared on a podcast called the Young People Podcast uh, earlier in the year as well. It was actually just around the toilet paper period. Yes, it's it's, it's how we're going to. That's <laughs> that was, the kind of yardsticks that we're going to measure. That was this half year the podcast. With. Yeah, that was half the podcast. That's yeah. what I remember. And um, and that's a podcast that you and J Max mm-hmm. do together. Yep. Um, and. So how's that been? That was one of the projects you wanted to focus on. You've mm. also now got Atlas Eyes as well. You've also got another pro, uh, project called uh, Indie Music Diaries. Yes. Um, so tell us about those. What's yeah. that all been like since you've kind of really yeah. got those going? It's been exciting because, I mean, I'm all about... period of time I'm in my life now is sort of about like trying as many different things as I can. So 
I was doing the radio show with Brandon and that was a lot of fun and, and that just came to like a natural end like I'd you know I'd, get, I'd given it everything and it, we spent five years almost five years doing it um, and it was just time for me to leave I was just you know I'd, it, it had run its course and then the po- Young People Podcast thing which we had you guys on for a great chat earlier in the year um, that's been really fun and that's sort of just like more of like a side hustle a side project that I'm doing with Jacob at the moment um, and that's just a bit of fun but I think Atlas Size is sort of like the the number one thing and it's the thing that I like I've always wanted to do and like I mean looking back to my teen years I've always been in like bands and stuff this is the first time I'm doing like an actual solo project so yeah it's something that's sort of been in the works for a while finally doing it and the Indie Music Diaries is a cool thing that sort of fits under the Atlas Size umbrella it's a little way for me as an artist to connect with other artists and yeah i'm like 10 episodes into that and that's been really good as well i was going to ask about that the atlas eyes thing is under you said the atlas eyes mm. umbrella it's not the it's not you being lucky ray side mm. here's my podcast it's this is an atlas eyes podcast yeah totally so was the thing behind that literally artists talking to artists as opposed to i'm a host i'm getting on guests yeah definitely yeah and that was because i sort of I saw a space in the market. I mean, I say that, but I don't know if there are other, other podcasts like it, but um, where you get a lot of like music journos um, interviewing artists, which, you know, it's totally normal. Um, but I was like, there isn't really a podcast where it's like an artist talking to an artist. Well, I know that there's some out there, but especially on the independent level, I really just wanted to get like, you know, anyone can come on, doesn't matter how small you are as an artist. And, and it was a great way for me as an artist to, to like, develop my network and like get in contact with people at my at my level and every episode has been great and it's less of an interview and more of just like a discussion just like a musical discussion and each episode has been really entertaining because of the interesting people that i meet and the interesting stories they have it's the beauty of it isn't it i suppose like it's it, it not that there's this like you know really weird hierarchical power dynamic in the music journal thing but it does change that dynamic a bit where yeah. i suppose maybe an, an artist would feel more comfortable uh, and you guys would have like you said more of a discussion and mm. more of a back and forth and it would be like i'm asking you questions and i need them answered in a certain sure. kind of way yeah. and it's we- probably a re- sorry really probably a really good chat too for mm. like you have a musician listening yeah. as well because you'll be talking musical lingo where Bamman and i every interview we have they say something technical and we're like ah, i yeah. got no idea <laughs> Because yep. like we're not musers ourselves, we yep. just have a passion for the music industry and we like talking to people, but mm. we don't really know much about you know, mixing or we mastering been, or anything. We've been caught out by that so many times, Singing, so many times that, that, that someone will say something, and we're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> or we'll, we'll ask a question that to an artist would just be so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, are you really asking that? But you know, we we want to know. We need to know. We yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the great thing about the podcast as well is that I've found that. And I didn't even realize this, but it's 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 sort of like a, just a big cross promotion extravaganza, extravaganza because it's like you know not only not only is it promoting me, it's promoting them at, at, at this like independent grassroots level. It's all about supporting each other. I'm like that's like the biggest thing for me. So I just wanted to make sure that Atlas Eyes isn't necessarily just like me as an artist. It's like you know I'm not that self-centered as a person so I just wanted to wanted to bring everyone into the party and be like let's do a podcast let's talk you know here's some music whatever you know I, I'm also curious with your because I know you're quite into the social media and the marketing and mm. how to market yourself or a brand and everything like that so for you having the Atlas size as both a podcast and an artist page mm. have you found that's extended your reach or does it sort of muffle it up a little bit and it's 
you know, perhaps limiting where you can go yeah. with one or the other. Yeah, no, the, the social media side is like definitely something I'm really into and marketing and all that. Um, it's been interesting and I like don't have really have like a set formula for that. Um, it's still early days because I started the podcast in like June, I think, so a few months back now. Um, it is an interesting thing whether it gets muddled up or not. I haven't found it's gotten too muddled up as of yet. Um, the cool thing about the podcast is it's sort of like, you know, it's another piece of content that I can put out as an artist. Um, and I, I still reckon it fits nicely under the Atlas size bubble. Maybe if it was to like pick up a bit more momentum and, and gain a bigger audience, maybe I'd like go and set up its own page, which would probably be the logical decision to do. But I sort of like the role that it plays now where it's just like a, it like I don't necessarily want it to be my main thing. Like I want Atlas size as an artist, you know, first and foremost. And then the podcast is sort of just a thing that just sort of sits nicely under the Atlas size umbrella. And once you create like that page for, I mean, not saying you couldn't do it, but mm. then you're like, okay, I need to post this. I need to, mm. you know, like you, you automatically have all of these expectations of yourself, whereas the attitude you have to it now works, mm. seems to work very well wanting to prioritize Atlas size. Yeah. And like, speaking of social media, I mean, it doesn't, you, you clearly know what you're doing. It doesn't look like anything was left to chance. We went back before and looked at your first Instagram post for Atlas Size. It was yeah. on the 1st of January 2020. Yeah. You know, no accident. You know, everything yeah. seems to have been calculated. So what's it been like? You launched it 1st of January mm. 2020, obviously having no idea what this is going to entail. Mm. How have your plans kind of transformed from that period yeah. to now? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was cool. I mean, coming to the, like, I spent all of 2019. 2019 was the first year I didn't have a band in, like, I don't know, 12 years or something. Um, so I just spent the whole year writing music and yeah, it sort of came around to the end of the year and I was like, I really want to do this Atlas Size thing. And it came, it was like in December and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it like January 1st. Not that like anyone really cares. Like I'm literally just starting off like, you know, it's just going to be my friends jumping onto it. But I was like, that just for me, just like personally, it just feels like a nice like round start, like January 1st. Yeah. New um, year, new project. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. a good resolution to go on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> legit. Legit. So, um, uh, and and I, I sort of just jumped into it, like there wasn't necessarily too much of like a big, like big plan in the works or anything. I was like, I'm all about just sort of like, you know, the the best way to to try something is just to do it and just to get in there. So I was like, I'm just gonna make this account January first. Let's do it. And the sort of like I've just like been releasing like random like little acoustic covers along the way in those early days, and starting to release some more polished videos, I guess, in recent times. Um, yeah, and it's just been building momentum just slowly. And I'm like, I'm 100% in it for the long run. Like, I'm like, I think that's a big thing. That's what I've learned so far as an artist is that it's such a long run. And I think a lot of artists look for like their first single to like, oh, I want it to like, you know, get a million plays, you know, after a month and, and stuff like that. So I'm like totally in it for the long run and I'm in it for the grind. It's but fun. Yeah. We spoke to um, a Sydney band called Dress Tech a few weeks back. Yeah. And they're um, they're a really really talented band. They're, mm. they're doing really good things. They were speaking about their first ever single, um, and they were like, "Oh well, you know, when we released it, we kind of expected, you know, this is going to be the one because they've been working it kind of behind the scenes for a while. Yeah. Like, this is going to be the one. We're going to get signed to a label. It's going to be sweet. And when that didn't happen, they're like, okay, it was almost like, all right, we need to regroup, figure out what they're doing. And they've gone and transformed that really well. But it was interesting hearing those perspectives where you're like, okay, this is going to be a long run. Mm. You're not going to expect to be, you know." I don't even know if you necessarily want to be signed. Mm. Um, but, you know, that kind of success straight away. Mm. Independent-wise, um, is that something you do want to keep it as? 
uh, keeping it independent yeah, as an artist. Yeah, independent. Uh, not, I'm not too sure just yet. I'm not, I'm open. Um, I've got like particular goals in mind. Like, I mean, stuff like I want to be able to, you know, travel to overseas countries, which can't do at the moment, obviously. <laughs> play play live shows. The live thing is a big thing for me. Play live shows in other countries. Release music that reaches people around the world. And if I'm doing that and engaging with people, I'm bringing people along the journey, then like I'm fulfilled as an artist and a, and a person. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the whole independent aspect and obviously that's a big thing part of me with a podcast and everything um but yeah i haven't really put too much thought to it so i'm, I'm still open to see where the journey takes me keeping yeah. the options open yeah 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 how have you found being an, a solo artist now because you said you've been in bands for 12 years mm. um we've played him and her on the show one of your old projects that yeah. you had you've also done cover duos with mm. gem and Lockie. gem and Lockie, yeah still you going a, actually yeah still going yeah. so you're still doing that as well as pushing atlas eyes although yep. I guess that was more like a wedding and function type yeah. entertainer. Yeah. Not happening as much during the COVID mm. climate. So I guess you could focus more on your solo project. But how has that been? Is it a bit of an adjustment or was it something you'd always sort of worked on mm. as well as being in those bands? Um, it's 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 felt very natural. I feel like like <laughs> in hindsight I look back at all these bands and the duos that I've been in and it's like I'm so thankful for all the experiences because it's like it's given me all like this knowledge. Not that I'm a super wise music lord. You're a monk. But, yeah. <laughs> You're a music <laughs> monk, Loggy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So wise. <laughs> but I've, I've I have learned so much along the way, and like my experiences have, you know, led me to where I am now, and I'm so thankful for them, for that. And this feels like the right time now to start a solo project. But as I sort of said before, it's like something that I've wanted to do for a while. Just like the idea of being a front man, being on stage that's where i feel most at home um so yeah it was sort of in the back of my mind like even when i was in all those bands i was like i know i'm gonna do this eventually one day even if it's just like maybe there's a side project um but now this is like my number one so me as a natal size solid project it feels right doing it now and i'm giving it a, a red hot go that's for sure where did atlas eyes come from the name great question great question um, funnily enough, it was gonna my last band that I was in before I started out the size. That was almost gonna be the name of the band. It's 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 a term that it's a term that sort of came up after brain crazily brainstorming just some dumb band names. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to like band name generators. We just put in random words and they're just <laughs> terrible band names. My um, yeah. My favorite of that was Rock Band, the Xbox game rock yeah. band you ever yeah, played yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you create a band you can either just you know random random mm. random and i think i've told this story before but my band name on rock band was premium treason <laughs> that's so good which is a really weird wow. combination of words but it also works really well it does it has a bit it of does. a ring to it premium treason yeah so yeah if you create another band or you have another project yeah. <laughs> premium treason perfect you get um, a few questions of what it means but that's okay yeah <laughs> for sure but no different to atlas um, eyes i guess indeed indeed but atlas eyes it's it's a term that i don't know eyes is a eyes is something that pops up in my music a lot um i've got like i've got like three i've got three songs in the works and they all contain the word eyes in some form and that's t- totally like not on purpose it's just it seems to pop up a lot. I'm a big fan of eyes, eyeballs. We all have them. We all have two, actually. Oh, not um, all of us. That's true. But, that's true. Mo- but most people, yes. That's tr- most people. Yeah. Um, and they come in different colours, so that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, no. So, and Atlas, Atlas Eyes, it, it was just one of those things where I was sort of trying to, in my brain, trying to put words together. And when I put Atlas next to Eyes, it clicked straight away. And I was like, ah, okay, that's, that's a golden name for me. Um, it just feels right. I proposed it to that old band that I was going to be in from a couple of years ago. Um, that didn't end up going anywhere. And yeah, when it came around to my solo projects, I never wanted to be my own name. Uh, I, I liked the idea of having a little bit of mystique behind it. So I was like, I need to find some sort of cool name. The other potential name, which I actually had for a solo project when I was 14 uh, for a few months, was Kilimanjaro. Right. Like, That's like, a mountain? Like the mountain yeah, in Africa. Yeah. I was like, Kilimanjaro. It's like a weird It's cool a cool name. name, but I feel like searchability would be difficult. Yeah. And that is yeah. an interesting thing that we've come across is that you really do have to consider where nice. it, where it pops yeah. up in the Google results because totally. you can easily just get lost in there. Totally, yeah. Like him and her, we were told by some... Um, we were having a meeting with some A&R um, person from Sydney. I can't remember the name now. But she, she one of the main things she told us was change your name from him and her because it's going to be a nightmare on search engines. And it was... Yeah, I remember looking yeah, for it was. Either, like, either new music or just doing research for the group, and it was a nightmare. Totally. Same with we had Goldblum on, who I know you're mm. familiar with. Mm. They're in your inspo playlist yes, on are, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Goldblum, um, same thing. We're like, where the inspiration came from? And I, mm. I thought it was Goldblum when yeah, I me too, just me first too. read it. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Mm. But you search Goldblum, and because he has a jazz <laughs> band, even if you go Goldblum <laughs> band, it's still all oh, Jeff no. Goldblum. I didn't know Goldblum that. music. So <laughs> same deal. Yeah, it's just. So they're on like the second page of yeah. unless you search like Goldblum unearthed, yeah. in which case the Chipper J unearthed page comes up, and then yeah. from there you can link out to everything else. So mm. searchability, Atlas Eyes, your number one, is, and because you're pushing out the podcast as well, I guess that's sort of double. Mm. You're optimizing your SEO. That's it. It's, it's all about that <laughs> SEO. That sweet, sweet SEO. I, just, I said optimize, and then the O when SEO is optimization. So yeah, but yeah, but like, to be honest with you, I didn't know. I, I've just connected what SEO means, search engine optimization. That's it. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't have known that in the first place. Now everyone does. Know. It just seems like a silly. It's like uh, I illy you. Yeah, like, yeah, where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like I I love you you like I illy you just yeah. It's weird. The internet is is weird. It's crazy. <laughs> but this this project Atlas Eyes. Yeah. Uh, how long has it been? I mean, you, you've been wanting to do this solo project as a, for a while. In this form, in this way, it's just kind of always how you've wanted it to turn out, or is that transformed over time? Uh, it's evolved a lot. Like, if you would have asked me like three years ago, I would have been like an acoustic singer or singer songwriter, like John Mayer, Jack Johnson vibes. Now I'm sort of starting to stretch out of that a little bit. Well, actually, it's cool because I'm sort of combining all my musical tastes. So you got that sort of acoustic singer-songwriter vibe to, why aren't we talking the time, the debut single, which is, to me, is more of like an indie rock, sort of almost like a, you know, Last Dinosaurs, Arctic Monkeys, that's sort of the inspiration, that sort of thing. And then, like, I'm, I'm really into pop music at the moment, so mainstream pop music. Um, you know, I sort of want to cover all those bases, which is a dangerous thing to do as well because you sort of have to pick something if you want to, you know, have, a, have an engaged audience, I guess, but... It's it's exciting seeing where it's gonna go genre wise, and and again, there's no boundaries in terms of that. You know, next the next song out might be a pop banger. We'll That's find cool out. though. So this you're not even sure yet. Uh, it's not that I'm not sure. It's I've got a lot of genres that I'm sure in, <laughs> and and I'm and I'm like I, I've 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 got like a really big collection of songs that I've written, um, and like I've got a sort of building a plan now to release them over the next, you know, coming years, and um, yeah, they. 
there's a wide range of genres for sure. So when you write the track, are you thinking this is going to be a pop track, this one's going to be indie rock, mm. or for like what we're talking all the time, mm. where you did you have a pop version, did you have an indie rock version? Mm, good, uh, good question, actually. Now that I think about it, no, the song, the songs are themselves. When 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 I first write them, like I'm, I never like try and change the genres of them or anything. Um, that's just not something that I tried to do too much. Um, but yeah, just it's just like the song determines whatever genre it is. So for why aren't we talking at the time? I was playing that that, that the style of chords. I don't know, like for those guitarists listen, listening at home, there's like a lot of like open strings in them, and it's really sort of jangly, and it just had that sort of like indie rock vibe to it. It was almost like a '90s vibe. I don't know, um, like slightly grungy, I guess. Um, and it just felt like that kind of song. And then and then I've just you know and other times I've played like just like a little acoustic finger picky things and they just you know they feel right to be that kind of song yeah so I try and keep that essence from when I first write it you know all the way through the process that range is really cool I mean the range of genres that you cover and I mean I, I imagine you're gonna end up landing somewhere in between all of them if that's where your interest yeah. lies um, um, yeah and it's, it's cool like that diversity is an artist and what we've seen a lot of times is that these earlier stages you will use to sh- both showcase and decide mm. for yourself, I guess, where yep. where in that you want to land. Mm. That's, yeah. a, that's an organic process. Yeah, well, I, super sneak peek. This is sort of a reveal, I guess. Yes, but, yes perfect. <laughs> but uh, depending on when this gets aired, oh, it, well, I assume that it probably won't be up right now. Um, at the end of November, I'm dropping my second single, um, and that's more of like a pop, the pop side of things. So I had these two tracks that I recorded at the Grove, and one we're talking the time is one of them. And then um, this, the next one is coming out at the end of November. And that's going to sort of be more the pop side. So why don't we talk in the time, sort of the rock, indie rock side. Bedroom Disco is the pop side. And, oh, I've got the and name yeah. dropped too. Bedroom Disco. Oh, I, I, did I say it? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I totally didn't mean to say it, but it's out there. Yes. Bedroom Disco. <laughs> uh, I think it's November 27. I think it's oh, November 27. I've got the 27. date. Look at that. This is cool. But yeah, yeah. I didn't plan to reveal that bit. I, drop, 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 drop. Yeah. Hey, once it's out, you can't put it back in. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's a homebrew rule. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. Um, but no, very excited for that one. And that's, yeah, it's more of like a poppy tune, like an indie pop tune. So those are sort of the two to sort of like get a feel for where things are. And then we'll just sort of branch out from there with my future catalog as well. And yeah. the, the, your, your build up to this and your, your social media so far and everything like that has been quite you know calculated you know what you're going to do mm. how much does how far does that extend into the future too i mean yeah. you, you've got a date for the second release obviously yeah. that makes sense how much further yeah. are you thinking it's, fu- it's funny that you asked that i i'm i'm like a big nerd and i'm and i've got a spreadsheet at home which yes. is literally just like a calendar planner on um on a like excel spreadsheet of um all like all my release dates for things for videos and stuff and even like particular content pieces of content and it goes it's like it's into next year like like it goes months and months in advance i'm constantly shifting it around but looking at it makes me feel productive and like i've got a plan so yeah even though things have been like set far in the future i'm also like flexible at the same time but yeah funnily enough that's that's my system that i have in place at the moment i'm a bit ocd that way i'm like this is happening then and it's all color coded too it's like oh, that's what I had in my head then. Instagram <laughs> Instagram posts are yellow YouTube videos are green the podcast is blue the s- songs are red so I'm like boom 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 and I'm like yeah I feel productive this is good yeah so you're like having <laughs> everything awesome. organized content yeah uh, are you like that in life as well are you like 
Your, mm. your shirts are organised in your drawer? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How are they organised? By colour or by length or what? Uh, by, uh, it goes white tees, black tees. Like, I've got a bunch of white tees, a bunch of black tees, graphic tees, uh, shirts, and jackets. So, it's like sort of in categ- categorically. Okay. So, yeah, depending on what, what mood I'm in, I can go to one... <laughs> section of the wardrobe because I my girlfriend hates it but I'm also a little bit OCD with it and I have it with colour so I'll go bunch of whites and then from the white it sort of transforms into like the tanny colour and then it goes into I think like the light blues and the darker blues and then the blacks and it's sort of like the the rainbow but they're all the short sleeve and then the long sleeves are in their own section and jackets and Totally. An yeah, interesting yeah. look into Cam and Locke's <laughs> wardrobe. That's awesome. My my wardrobe is um it just kind of needs some some attention at the moment. Mm. <laughs> look, yeah. send us over. We'll do it for free. I was we'll, just hey, we'll thinking that yeah. myself. I mean, yeah. I might we'll have, have it to, organized for you. I might have to get get the boys in to sort it out. <laughs> Maybe that can be our own podcast. Locke and I can start one. <laughs> just yeah. What, what was what was the um what was that really popular Netflix show where you would you know where it was about decluttering and. Chucking oh, out like the minimalist one you'd with um, th- you'd thank um, the you thank the item and then you would put it in in the video <laughs> bag. Was in the Marie Kondo thing. That's I think that I was it. Yeah, the name yeah. Of it, but yeah. It, that, that's what I'm getting the vibes from. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the vibes that we are chasing. It is your new single. Um, why yes. are we talking all the time? How has that release been? Uh, first of all, for you? I mean, I imagine there was a lot mm. of build up to it. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. So I mean, the track was recorded back in. We started demoing it in like May and then sent it to Owen from Grove Studios, who's also from the band Glide. Yeah. Um, and he was keen to produce it. So we recorded it out in July. And um, yeah, it's been a big build up. It's so exciting to finally release it. Um, as I said, I'm like totally aware that it's like, it's I'm in for the long run. And this is just the first of hopefully many, many, many songs that I'll be releasing. And um, But it's exciting to get it out. It was... I. I didn't want to hold back. It's just like an unapologetic like love song um, about the teenage years. It's a very naive take on love. Um, and yeah, it's out and it's and it's exciting. It sort of reminded me of the old MSN days. We'd log out mm. and log back in, yeah. hoping your crush would see the, the you know, you've come back Legit. online. And- Legit. That's exactly where it came <laughs> from. I was like, MS- and that wasn't like, that wasn't the plan when going into write the song. It's sort of just like, I, the, the title was the first thing that came. Why aren't we talking all the time? And as soon as like that popped into my brain, I was like, ah, I, that's the title. It's like just the rest now. Yeah, like, I, like <laughs> take the day off, come back tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. But I'm a, no, I'm a big fan of like bands like Arctic Monkeys, Fall Out Boy that have like those really long ba- uh, song names. Yeah. Why do you it's only like, call me when you're high? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a similar thing to that. So why aren't we talking all the time? It's like it just has like a weird, like when you see that song title, it's like oh, oh, it's like a bit. If you want to go the next step, you make a really long song title yeah. that's not even referenced at all in the song. Like Panic at the Disco yeah. did it a lot. Yeah. They'd be like, "Lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes totally. off." Yeah, yeah, is yeah. the song title, but the song has nothing to do with anything like that. Yeah, that whole album, I think it's from two thousand five. I forget yeah, yeah, what it's yeah. called, that's but that whole out al- is yeah, banging album. But like most of the songs have nothing to do. Like I write sins, not tragedies. It's perhaps one of the most well-known songs. Not mentioned at all in the chorus. Totally, eh? Very interesting. There's a whole whole range of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that was sort of your not inspiration, but you thought I want to go long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and this was like one of the songs. I I've got a big collection of songs that I've written. Like I I wanted to make sure I write all the songs before I started this project. So 
big collection of songs and this was one of the candidates for debut single just because it's like unapologetically bold not that I'm cocky or anything but I just wanted to make sure that my first thing was something that was a little bit different a little bit out there um, I mean it's not too crazy but yeah when you see the title it's it's a bit like that it's like why aren't we talking all the time and like hopefully some 14 year old boys <laughs> can relate to that I don't know or anyone who was once 14 can Exa- then yeah no exactly yeah, look yeah. back and have yeah. it be relatable and like yeah. it, I mean you want your first one to be like a statement piece yeah like as opposed yeah. to sort of easing into it you're like mm. hey I'm here from the top of a mountaintop and then uh, yeah. <laughs> enjoy what I have to play which next up will be a pop track Indeed, indeed. Which you've exclusively dropped to us here in Homebrew. We appreciate I that. Bedroom <laughs> Disco <laughs> is the title. Uh, indeed. <laughs> you just joined us. We are chatting to Lucky Rayside <laughs> from Atlas Eyes. Uh, just but, in case uh, you missed it when he accidentally dropped it and didn't want it out there. Yep. Yeah. Eamon's got, nah, bugger that. Yeah, oh, no, totally. I'm, 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 I'm happy now. I'm, it's out there. It's um, And, you know, that, that is out there to millions of people. You're going to have to quickly millions scramble millions. to get some online content out hey. before we <laughs> yeah, put this totally. out into the world oh, on man, Monday. I'm going to get back to my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, screwed everything <laughs> Everything's <up> ruined. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, that's so good. What about the video? How is that as well? You do yeah. have a, an accompanying video with the first release, yeah. which for, like, I suppose it's a sign of the times, you know, but where we're at with iPhone quality, mm. it is very, very good. It's very and you just filmed that at home on your phone. I, I filmed I filmed it at my workplace. So I work as a guitar tutor, oh. and yeah, it probably looks like just like like a bedroom wall. But yeah, I just like because they had more space there. So I, I, there there was a school in Kingcumber, um, and they were cool f- for me to use their space there. And like yeah, I just got like a blank wall, and I didn't really have any necessary like a set plan in mind. I was like, I'm just gonna like just randomly dance in front of my iPhone. Um, and yeah, it was fun. So I, I wanted to put something along with it, you know. I, I like music videos, even though they're sort of maybe slowly dying. I don't know that maybe not as big of a thing for artists as they were back in the day. I think but, it depends yeah. on the music video, and yeah. I think it depends on if you're thinking outside the box, mm. it can do quite well for you. Yeah. But I think yeah, the standard, you know, here's me in front, like, or mm. here's my band playing in front of. Like in the a, desert. a big studio mm. and it's got all these lights or yeah out in the desert or something like mm. that has less effect but if you're out of the box and you're mm. thinking a little bit differently mm. yeah they can still help you know give you a bit more reach totally totally yeah, yeah. it's all about that what i found as well it's all about you know that the other content as well that goes along with it you know i think rather than spending you know all this money on a music video spend more money on you know um sponsoring your posts you know not sponsoring but like you know doing the instagram promoting your posts having them boosted yeah Yeah. boosting them and stuff like that you know find you know yeah as you said unique outside of the box ways to promote your music because you know in this today's day and age music is as it's it's a hectic place there's a Mm. lot of songs being released every single day so you get a you get a stand out and and also hard to monetize or harder to monetize that's true true. Um, (laughs) we were speaking on the show last week about uh, well, you were talking about getting a million plays on Spotify, and I was yeah. going to bring it up then. That gets you, what was it, roughly forty or $60,000? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, no, I think it was even less. It was like I think four was, or 7000 uh, or something like that. I think it was 40000 which we said will get you 40 coffees. Because we're talking about... That means, the, that means coffees are $1,000. Yeah, what? F- four, 
Did I can't remember what we said. <laughs> I think I think it was four thousand. I think it was four thousand. Four thousand and then seven thousand or something like on that. On YouTube crazy. was like yeah. six or seven thousand for a million. Spotify I think was only four thousand. The lowest, which will get you forty coffees. Yeah, and one. It's crazy. Yeah, it was just it was, it was stupid. The the whole setup is is, is difficult. So mm. I mean, I suppose I understand as an artist, you you have to approach that carefully and. Be very mm. measured in, in in how you want to do it and how you want to go about making totally. your money because yeah. I mean streaming isn't a source but it's definitely not the be all and end all. Mm, Particularly indeed. if you're wanting to try and stay as independent as you can for as long as you can. True. That you didn't say yes, I want to stay independent, but you also weren't like yes, I'm wanting to be chased by a label. You weren't mm. too sure how to take it. So if, in the meantime, where you are independent, you need to find other ways to sort of monetize. Definitely. I know TikTok's mm. quite big. Yep. for you like you're always looking into the research of TikTok and mm. have you tried pushing any, or any of your music onto TikTok or trying to just get your brand out there through TikTok yeah it, it's it's there it's there and, it, and it, it, TikTok is a crazy place it's nuts um cause like occasionally you'll just like post something and then it'll like pick, it'll get like a thousand likes in like a, in like an hour that happens like one of my videos a couple months back um, so you just never know what will get picked up. It's just a crazy place. And that's one of the apps where you really got to think outside the box and not just like post like a clip of your single, which I did funnily enough. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, trying to find interesting ways to market yourself. So yeah, TikTok is one of the avenues which I'm trying to push because it is currently the, the hottest thing on the block. So with TikTok and Instagram, mm. is the main or even the only way to make money off that to have brands want to sponsor you? Or is mm. it sort of like a YouTube where if you get so many views, you get money? I've actually always wondered this. I'm actually not sure. I'm actually not sure. I, I should look into it. I think, yeah, I think it's you have to sort of be sponsored and, you know. Because you hear yeah. of like the Charlie D'Amelio's of the world, like the number one TikTokers, that mm. they're living the life, but it's like how they're actually making their money. Is it mm. brands being like, hey, can you put this in the back of your video or whatever it might be? Like... Mm. And even the whole transparency around being sponsored is completely different now on like Instagram and on YouTube. Like you have to say, this is a sponsored post. Totally. And if you don't, you get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that seems to be the main way to go about it, the whole sponsored thing. But I mean, it's good seeing different things. Like I'm seeing a lot of independent artists use stuff like Patreon, um, mm. which, you know, is a great way to sort of connect directly with the fans and, you know, get a bit of an income that way as Did well. Did Patreon so, take a cut? I'm not sure. I've never actually set up my, a Patreon personally. Yeah. I, I'd consider it, but yeah, I'm not sure actually. Because it's one of those things, I think now people just want, if they're going to give money to an artist, they want to ensure it does go to the artist. Totally. They don't want to buy an album and it all go to the record label and they get nothing from it. Like people, And with merch as well, people are trying, I just want my money to support the artist. Mm. So I was just curious with the Patreon whether all of it will go. I assume they'd probably take some sort of a cut, but... I'm, I'm not too sure what it is. Yeah. I imagine they would, but they are they come recommended by very um at least in my podcast listening experience by by podcasts that wouldn't stand for being ripped off, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you go on a Patreon, you know, this how you do it. I think you can just do one off donations to things, but I imagine there would be you know, there are costs associated with it. Well I know it's very widely used, so I imagine they'd have to something to stay in business. Yeah, you'd think so, hey. Yeah. yeah. But so, Yeah. The recording of uh, the track that we will be playing very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious about. So, is this something that you have written and recorded? Like you've written it all yourself, 
you're recording it, you have a band that's going to tour or play live mm. when you can do that. Mm. So how does that all work? Are you like multi-instrumentalists just going out writing every piece or is it mm. collaborative or is it... How, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all the songs are basically just written on like guitar and vocals, just me by myself. And I'm sort of like mapping out like in my brain, like what the bass and keys and drums and other parts will be doing. Um, and I'm thankful to th- thankful enough to have a sister who's an amazing bassist and her partner is an amazing drummer. That so helps heaps. got a family band. And since the start of this year, we've been jamming heaps. Um, so it's, it's, there's been a lot of rehearsals where it's like me on guitar and vocals and then, yeah, bass and drums just to help me out. Um, and that's been the process this year so far. Just And that's been great because I'm all about having a full band sound, um, you know, with the drums and the bass and everything. I'm really big into that. So... They sort of helped to shape the song there and it, it came together really organically. They're super talented, so that helps me out heaps. Um, and then you're coming into the studio was a really, really easy, like surprisingly easy process. Like nothing went wrong, which was weird because, you know, studios can be stressful places. But um, yeah, we went to the studio with um, Owen Butterworth from Glide and he got, he got the vision straight away. He got exactly what I was going for, which is, is great when you can find fellow creatives who are on your wavelength um so he he picked he picked up the vibes initially which was great and um yeah we smashed out the track like that track with the two there's two singles that are that are going to be out the second one's coming out soon um we recorded in three days so which i i mean i don't know if that's quick or not I think See, it's pretty standard. If this was a musician on musician podcast, you could probably get five minutes out of yeah. your stories of, oh man, I once tracked this <laughs> song totally. for 10 weeks and then mm. oh, I did this in two hours and we're just like, three yeah, days sounds reasonable. It, like, it, yeah. it sounds pretty quick from, you know, like the things I've heard uh, through yeah. doing this and pop culture yeah. in my life. Um, and it, it is, I imagine, would be very helpful having. Mm. Oh, and he's very, very good at what he does. Indeed. Uh, as we know, with Glide, mm. getting that all on board and, and making that happen. Touring wise mm. and gig wise, is yeah. that the band that's going to? Is that going to be the band at the moment? Yeah, and I've got another guitarist on board. I've actually already just started rehearsals with him as well. Um, so that's sort of the the vision for the band at the moment. Like me as a front man, and then you got um, second guitarist, bassist, drummer. And yeah, the live show is a huge thing for me. That's that's something that I like. When I first picked up a guitar, performing was one of my main passions. Like being on stage, as I said earlier. So that's going to be the live setup for them at the moment. And I really want the live shows to be energetic, to be engaging, to be a little bit weird and wacky, um, and just a whole lot of fun. You know, that's that's sort of my place to shine. So. You know, I'm just going to have fun with the audience. And, and yeah, so rehearsals have, like, have already started for that, um, even though there's no gigs really coming up at the moment. So, but because it's such a big thing that I just love doing, I'm just, I'm already getting in with, stuck in with the band and, like, the set's pretty much ready to go already. Um, yeah. It's so, great prep, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to hopefully when COVID dies down a little bit, borders open up, um, you know, start playing some local shows, supporting fellow artists, you know, just doing whatever I can and, slowly building a name for in terms of the live scene as well family band did you ever consider actually going out as a family band like they're yeah. I feel like they're quite popular they, nowadays i mean are. you can even trace back to john butler trio you've mm. got Teskey brothers yeah. little quirks here on the central coast did you consider 
forming a full-on band with family or you know that you're, you're mentioning it now it's the first time i've actually considered it it probably would have been a good idea because because they're a really good match hannah and shay actually so um it would have probably worked out pretty good um but they i mean they understood the solo project thing that i was super passionate about so i mean who knows maybe down the line there'll be a there'll be a race side family <laughs> side project i don't know what you'd call that race side project just just race side project <laughs> It's a side project, you know. That's hey, oh yes, it's race it's, side. Oh, I've stolen Cameron's punder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it actually took me, I think, two seconds after it clicked for Lockie, it mm. clicked for me. Mm. I was like, yeah. well, okay, but then you had a real big chuff smile on your face. Yeah, I know. I felt like I wasn't being received in the way I'd hoped. So I'm glad we got there. In the end. <laughs> we got there, though. We got there. Um, thank you. Lockie, for coming in and taking the time out and joining us. Best of luck with Atlas Eyes. I uh, hope your new pop release is all coming yeah. up next month. Excited. 27th, did you say? Yeah. Let, I mean, it is now. 27th. It is. So I've said it, so it's if gonna, not, you it has fiddle, to be now. Fiddle things around in your That's calendar. Right. To make it. Right. Thanks for joining yeah. in. No, thanks for having me, guys. Joining in, so, joining yeah. us, coming in. Oh, yeah, all, all the above. It's Thank all, you. It's always a fun time. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys.